0: she is, Captain. Isn't she a beauty? Yes, she is, Mr. Scott. Is she ready to go? Aye, sir. She's ready to go to the stars.
1: Is the Tri Tech Games Podcast. Its mission to seek out new ideas, find new games, and to boldly bring the awesome to your game. Mr. Scott, Warp 9. I,
0: Captain. And now, our host.
2: This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav.
3: This is Pixie.
2: This is Goth Bunny. Welcome to the Tri Tac Games podcast. Your podcast where you're having a really good day, and then somebody splits over your head, and your daughter steps out.
1: <laughs> that's, <laughs> an ex- <laughs> that, <laughs> that's an excedrin headache. <laughs> yeah. Hey, enough for world for that one. Yeah.
2: Fortunately, it doesn't happen
1: every month. <laughs> oh, no. it's a chronic condition. Yeah. Welcome to the TriTech
2: Games podcast. Uh this week we are talking about Bureau thirteen and what life is like on Mountain Olympus. And Asgard what? and what was the other one? You what? Duwatt. It's it's it sounds like something you'd say as you were, like, doing a dance.
1: I looked it up. It's do-ot. Do How you spell it? D-U-A-T. Okay. That sounds sketchy to me. It's a translation to English, for you know, by some English guy. So, you know.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. In other words, it's another language that's actually dead. No one knows how to talk it. So someone made a, made a word up in English to, to, to correspond to a word in an entirely different
1: alphabet and language not exactly a dead language yeah
2: all right all right so uh, okay so uh, the reason for this topic is that I first of all I've been wanting to talk about it for a long time uh, and we're talking about it in reference to Bureau 13 because in Bureau 13 there's a uh, if you look into the list of the possible encounters, there's a number of encounters one says forgotten gods. One says old gods. One says, uh, I don't think there's one for lost gods, but there's, uh, maybe there is. Any small gods? No,
1: no, no. <laughs> that's that's an entirely uh, uh, different mythology. <laughs> okay. um, you got to be careful of that one, Bruce, using mythology, because there are still active adherents of the Norse religion.
4: Yes, yeah, it's so called... And it's called Asatru, A-S-A-T-R-U.
1: And the Egyptian yeah. and the
4: Greek.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: And we're not talking about the North American beliefs because, well, there's too many of them and, well, we're ignorant.
2: Yeah, well, we are talking about the mythological parts of religion. Okay, so, you know, nothing ha- nothing that's happened recently need apply. Yeah.
1: Uh, is the, the stuff to make movies out of. Okay. Yeah, well especially because of what they do with
2: movies In the Bureau 13 game It is possible for you to run into People of various mythologies And the question always arises Is, hey Are the gods still up on Mount Olympus?
0: You have joined the most secret government agency That you have never heard of The 13th Bureau of Justice Otherwise known as Bureau 13 You are a government agent charged with the duty of disposing of the greatest unnatural threats to the people and the economy of the United States and Canada. You will work under the knowledge that you are funded by an organization so secret even the highest government officials do not know of your existence. Welcome to the elite band of people who wander the dark streets of the night, ever searching for the horrors that should not exist in this modern age. You are a special agent stalking the Night Fantastic. Hero 13 is a Gen Con award-winning RPG of modern horror and paranormal adventure. It's available from Tritag Games at tritaggames.com in both the original editions and in the D20 edition, with a new Savage Worlds edition coming soon. Remember that wherever the supernatural waits, good and evil, the agents of Hero 13 will be there. But the evil is growing. All right.
2: So considering we have the entire earth to, uh, to work from, okay. Assuming that the gods are not in fact still up in their home cities or whatever like that, that they've, uh, you know, that, that they're actually out in the world. Okay. Where would we expect them to hang out? What I said was in, in the story about Cupid was I had him go to, uh, uh, Vegas because it had become the marriage capital of the United States.
5: Yes, Cupid would reside in Vegas.
2: So that's yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah, he would.
1: Vegas, uh. or or I hate to say yeah, a, cer- a certain area in Amsterdam.
5: Oh, oh, yeah, the red district, the red light district.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm not sure that's love.
5: <laughs> well, it's a form of love.
2: Yeah, five I five minutes. <laughs> let's say, let's think about some of the other gods okay how about you know the god of the forge you know uh uh hepatiyus and uh, oh,
5: yeah,
4: baby oh you don't understand because the oh. new the new manufacturing okay. is electronics oh
3: my god we're oh, not okay.
4: making big mechanical things anymore it's all electronics oh, he's a
3: blacksmith yep yeah, but
4: he uh, let's
3: let's just okay.
4: he's he's an artisan Silicon he Valley. built
3: He's in Silicon. Or
4: Singapore, which or is the Singapore. most te- Singapore is the most technologically advanced nation and city on the planet. Okay, he would live there. I think Silicon Valley or Singapore have faces to be walking in. It's like, all right, give me what you got in three thousand years. Let's yep. show me,
1: <laughs> bring it on. And, and I'm thinking about Bacchus, Dionysus, <laughs> or Bacchus. Right, <laughs> but every everyone mis misrepresents Bacchus. Because, yes, he was about partying. He also was about wine, something like that. I imagine he's running either a Greek-style uh, uh, place somewhere in, in Europe, or he's in Napa, Valley. He'd, Napa, in Napa v- Valley. he'd be in Napa Valley, France. Running an Italian winery in the Napa Valley. <laughs> or he could be in Italy. Napa. Or in Italy, yeah.
5: I think he would be Oh, God, what are, other,
4: what are some other good um, Shirazi oh. wine? Shiraz is in Iran, so, I mean, they're, you know, they... You know, He'd probably he would, be exploring he the he world would just go
5: everywhere where there's like a hot spot for wine
4: yeah and and by that virtue also he'd be checking out well what else has been brewed in the past couple thousand years He'd right. be checking out Germany with their beers. Oh God yeah. micro right. would be so yeah micro he would just be checking out alcohol. And,
2: yes. yeah well uh, based on wine production, okay the top four countries for wine production are France with 4,294,000 4, uh, tons of wine. Italy that has 4,107,000 tons of wine. United States only a paltry 3.2 million and Spain <laughs> is equal to us, you know. And considering the fact how small Spain is considering the size of the United States, Spain and Italy, you know, are really cranking it out compared to
1: France and, and the United States. Now, the be- the benefit, though, of being United States, no regulations from, from the European Union. Ah, uh, that's true. They actually literally regulate all, all aspects of wine production. United States, we're kind of loosey-goosey about some of this stuff. You know, not to the point where they used to be in Italy, you have to worry about that sweet wine was sweet because they put, you know, radiator fluid in it. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> but we, we, we basically you can make a style and you, you basically, you're not right. Basically I can't make, uh, while well, you can't make champagne. I can make sparkling wine. It's basically champagne.
4: Champagne yeah, is yeah. only made in the champagne Valley of France. That is yeah. where champagne comes from. If it is not made from there, it is simply sparkling wine.
1: Yep. And the United States, we have people making mead, making, uh, ma- making sake, making all kinds of stuff. So not, and beer. Yeah. If it's, Based only on wine, French people drink
2: 1.2 bottles of wine per week, which is six times higher than the consumption in America. Okay, so, you know, but I think that you're right, John and, and Trav. I think that we have to look bigger, the full alcoholic consumption. So, because I think Bacchus would be totally down with getting into all kinds of libations, and not yeah. just libations, but libations mixed with certain
1: uh en- enhancing chemicals of other sorts. Oh, he makes fortified wines. He f- he's probably now running distilleries. Oh, he would be rocking Spiritus, which is 96% alcohol.
4: That's oh, 192 yes. proof.
3: Oh, I've i had
4: ha- that that's like Habibi's dangerous drink. And I had a, a shot of it from her flask. I had a patch in the back of my throat for a day. <laughs> this is some strong stuff.
1: Though, I, 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 well, I think he always likes about you know likes likes you know quality stuff. He would be backing the stuff. Unfortunately, he would be the patron god of Budweiser. Oh, God, no, no. no. Yes, well, he's get also up. about he's about celebrations. Go. He's about celebrations, and he wants he get as much booze out there. And who has sells the most beer in the United States? And
4: it's funny because Budweiser ain't even an American company anymore.
1: I think it's German. No, no, it's uh, run by InBev. Yeah. But anyway, he would run something. Like Budweiser, he'd run two buck chuck. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he, he basically The country that
2: has the most alcohol consumption per capita, it's Belarus. Oh, wow. Belarus. 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 Okay. Belarus. It's Belarus. Sorry. All right. Belarus. Uh, That's 17.5 liters per capita
4: Ah, they drink the vodka That's what they drink for
2: Now Russia is And of course when we say Russia We're talking about old school Russia That's 15.1 And the United States Where are we? We'd like to think we're the top in alcohol consumption Yeah, right Oh, we only drink 9.2 Oh,
4: we're weak we're, we're like, we're like, on, you know well, like, Step up your game with the rum, let's go <laughs> That's
2: literally almost half Almost half of that. Now of course, as we all know Is that not everybody drinks Therefore, the people right. that are drinking Are drinking a lot more than 17.5 liters A year Those, well,
4: we, know, <laughs> we know, Bruce, you do not partake in libations
2: That's right of, hum-
4: of an alcoholic nature well, I will let you know, sir, that as your friend and fellow podcaster, I'm willing to take up your share in it. I,
2: Just will so take I, I, I appreciate it as long as I don't have to pay for it.
5: I will, I will, I will alleviate your burden and I will drink for you. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, talking about what gods would be doing, I actually, you know, Ceres, she's the goddess of fertility, agriculture, and nature in the seasons. She's standing in the lines, you know, protesting uh, GMOs.
3: Yes.
4: Oh yeah! Oh uh, no, and she'd and be the, uh, mega, she would be raining form. holy hell on Monsanto. Yes, yes. she would. all over those buttholes.
5: Yes. yeah. <laughs> those buttholes. My bad. Sorry. I thought
4: I
2: mentioned swearing. Yeah, and of course, there's the big ones. Okay, you know, Thor. He's god of 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 the of combat. He's god of of you know partying, but mostly he seems to be a god of you know extreme sports. Let's put it that way. So. Where's the capital of the of extreme sports?
4: Well, I we kind of uh, well we do have the X Games here in America. That's True. So yeah, he'd probably be in America doing all sorts of like American Ninja Warrior type stuff. And yeah, uh, he he
2: knocked that out of the park. I I, I I've been <laughs> to the set of American Ninja Warrior, and I'm not taking anything away from those people that they worked really hard to be able to do. But I it's did. not that it's not that exciting. I think Thor would kind of look at that and go. You know, where's the death? I I think there has to be some boys involved here. Bruce, Bruce. (gasps) UFC. (gasps) That
4: MMA type stuff. Oh, Oh, no. I don't don't know if you guys have seen this, and I posted the video. Um, My part time co host, Drable, Jaron Bradley, and uh, Perky husband, Oz, found that one video of the full Cotty the full contact body armor that when it hits, it registers on computers. It's full of sensors Four would be into MMA and that, well, because they made this armor because you really can't practice with like swords and, and bladed objects without, you know, cutting yourself. So some people in Australia made this body armor and in Australia. Now they're starting to form this full contact armored league where you yeah, okay, then John, you know what I would talk about I know what you're talking about Yeah. So I think Thor would be into that Into MMA And just, okay, going to town This is all this is And I have my problem with MMA Because I have a, a couple of buddies One of them used to work with me, uh, John Smith You. Yep. Yep. And my other buddy, Kevin We've been talking MMA's have kind of, I mean The distinction between the It's just a lot of swinging and grappling you can't tell the kung fu from the Brazilian jiu jitsu. Thor would be in there and it's like, no, let me show you how this is done. This is just wild flailing here. There's no finesse. So I think Thor would probably be sitting there in the MMA world and just going, really? This is the best you could do? Your gladiatorial combat is this?
2: <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I, I think that he was willing. Yeah, if he was willing to step in there, I think we'd see a big increase. Yeah. Yeah, you start saying that, you know, you, let's start, let's start, uh, do some weight training. Let's start off with a thousand pounds.
3: <laughs> After these wild flailers get thrown through a wall. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, I, he, I'm sure he'd take off all his armor and all the things that enhance his strength to be able to compete properly. Well, yeah, you know.
4: technically, because in the mythos itself, Thor wore a lot of magical artifacts to augment. His strength and his durability. I mean, he was still strong being an Asgardian yeah. but he had the magic gloves on, which enabled him to handle the hammer and this and that. And he, felt- had, a,
2: he had a belt, a girdle that he yeah, wore. Yeah. And those those things that look like discs that are on the front of his armor, those all enhance his strength.
4: Yeah. Right. But I'm sure that yeah. even without that
2: stuff, he'd still be He's still tough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you don't get good. OK, by using a lot of stuff that basically makes, lets you just overpower somebody, you get good by being able by, by, as you said, learning finesse, learning how to do it properly.
4: Oh, no. In my five years of uh, a mixed kung fu form known as waja my master, Sifu Mark, always told me technique always beats strength. Yes. You can be the most muscle bound person on the planet, but if you can get someone in a submission hold or something where they can't use that strength to their advantage, you got them.
2: Yeah, that's what um, uh, Bruce Lee said about fighting Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris, because they were in a movie together and everyone says, yeah. you know, well, you, you beat him in the movie, but what would it have been for real? And Bruce said, well, I, I you know, says I think that I, I would I would beat him because I'm, you know, more precise than he is. He's a bruiser. He's tough. He's big. He's powerful. But, you know, he he, he can't you know, he can't do that to somebody who, who, who can just bounce around him like I can.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, well, let's see some other some other gods. Oh come on, we have to go for him because he he's hanging out with Raven and Coyote. <laughs> Loki. Oh god! Oh my god!
5: Loki, the the oh, trickster god. Trick
1: yes. God. The adopted brother to Odin, not the other Loki. There's actually two Lokis in Asgard. You got just dis- you got distinguished. I, I forgot the other the other one is he's a, just a minor god, but. No, actually, they kind of uh, they, they kind of overlap a little bit, but they're they're actually two different Lokis. Uh, the other Loki is not the son of a of, of a giant. No, he's not. Put it. Yeah. Oh, okay, moving ahead. Yeah, but yeah, Loki and Raven and L- Loki
2: the trickster who also would hang around with the uh, the other trickster gods, maybe, or maybe they just hate each other because they're all basically you know r- you know uh, messing you know screwing up each other's stuff
1: trying to yeah. one-up each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the ones that they are behind the dark net and all the various conspiracies because they just love starting conspiracies amongst the mortals and see what they if they run with them or not. <laughs> so it's a case where the stories are not true in, in Bureau 13 Universe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stories that aren't true in the Bureau 13 Universe too. We call those red herrings and that's part well, of the game.
5: Let's yeah. stick them in Hollywood then. That's the land of
1: make-believe. Ah, oh, but he can't. But he can't hurt people there, though. He likes, you know. Well, okay, I take that back because he is. He he's not evil. You're right. He's he's a trickster, but he's not exactly evil. He's so, he's a sociopath.
5: Well, 21st century now, with everybody so easily offended, yeah, he, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, so he'd he be would. working in the media. Gotcha. Yes, he would. He, <laughs> he,
2: could very, he could very easily be in the Kremlin. I mean, come on. They're they're pretty much from the same roots.
1: Oh, CIA, or Fox News, or Fox News, oh. or CIA. <laughs> well,
2: right. yeah, okay. If you're gonna talk about modern stuff, yeah, he would be up at the top. Yeah. Of, yeah, media. He'd be media. top of the media. Yeah, that would yep. be him. He'd be loving that.
1: <laughs> like, he would. He show up as a uh, as a as a uh, intern or a news reporter because he he's more like let's give him how much let's give him rope and see if they hang themselves with it.
3: <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Oh,
2: God. Let's see what other gods would be doing. Well, today? I'm pretty sure that Mars would be smack in the center of Africa. That place is a grinder.
5: All those
4: war, warlords and everything.
5: Yeah. All the
2: warlords, all the strongmen, all that fighting that's been you happening be the last stir, 50 you years.
4: Be looking to stir stuff up anywhere. Yeah, yeah but,
2: but it happens all the time. There, Trevor. Be in the Middle East,
4: he'd be in Africa, he'd be he'd be in Southeast where... Asia.
2: Um... It's it's way it's well, I don't know about Southeast Asia, but the Middle East it's way too uh, surgical these days. I mean, they fire missiles at each other and they dig people out of the, out of the rubble. He's you know I, I you said that he's a bruiser that he's into the slaughter. Okay, I think that yeah. he would be more into a place where people run around with machetes and, and see how many heads they can take.
4: yeah, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know. Mars would see
3: that the destructive capability of the missiles. Yeah, that. that
2: yeah,
4: Josie, you might be traveling along the well, path that I'm seeing here.
3: Remember the sheer destructive ability of the missiles we throw at people. And, oh yeah. Okay, let's that's, take this
4: one step further. Ooh, what have the property? What have the policies of Hephaestus made? Oh look, they can summon the power of the sun. Oh look,
3: <laughs> this nice red button.
4: This candy-like, <laughs> shiny red
1: button. <laughs> yeah, this will get fighting. Look what look what the have built in this world. Well, no, that's what I mean, John. Yes.
4: If he sit there and see. I mean, it's pretty much been said that we humans have the capacity to destroy the planet seven times over with the amount of nuclear weapons we've amassed. Oh, yeah. If Mars...
2: Well, even then, it's a multiple of more than once. Yeah, yeah, it's it's down from 12. Oh, gee. Oh. Oh, we, we, we've reduced the number of, mi- of nuclear weapons, but we still can destroy it seven times. I'll, I'll go with uh, that.
4: You think that if Mars were to not realize the technological capability of those weapons, that he would not want to get a hold of one just to say... Okay, yeah, even one, just to set off a dirty bomb in a major city. He would love that because that's mass destruction, and it with minimal effort. Yeah, he'd be kind of taking you know the fun out of the the chase, but he would be like, yeah.
2: Well, he'd want to put it in a city that, when that happened, it would cause the entire region to go into uh, conflagration.
4: So it would be something like New York, L.A., a big city. Yeah, the
2: Middle East. Big city. how about what how about right in the middle of Iran
3: yeah yeah but anyway but if it goes up with the way our world is if one of those goes off in any sort of populated area it's going to be that spark will set off everything
2: that's true yeah no i'm sure it would not cause a nuclear uh trigger over the entire world that's that that's not how they, they those things happen, but it certainly the fallout would just cause devastation. You know, down you know nuclear a thousand, thousand miles no, just a thousand miles down downwind of wherever a nuclear bomb goes off is going. You know, the people are going to get sick. The ground's going to be impossible to use. The 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 effect of the world economy is going to cause crashes everywhere. I,
4: mean, I think it- what Josie's trying to get here, and I'm I'm seeing her path that. It would depend where Ares puts that body. Where did it where, come
5: from? Where he, we where
3: we think it came
5: from. If we think it came from our enemies, we're going to launch against them.
3: Yes.
4: That's what she's That's at. what Josie's getting at.
3: He's going to want to cause... World Mass War III. Three. He's going to want Mass, to cause World War III. World War III. Yeah. Mass amounts of destruction, minimal effort on his part, and he gets to... Kick in, back and... Kick back and, yeah. and watch... And
4: popcorn, yeah. Yes. I think that's what she's trying to get at which i am seeing I'm seeing a logic
5: that she's yeah talking.
3: where it's placed where it looks like it came from
5: we'll just react rather we'll, than investigate we'll right
1: yeah he is despised by all the other gods I mean you know he is the other gods despise him because of this this tendency of his of you know you know the equivalent uh the equivalent of putting a a a, a M80 in a frog I mean literally, he's that kind of kid
2: he revels in the the gore.
1: Yeah. Yes. So of course he'd be opposed by Athena. Uh huh. She's well, busy. Yeah. She has but, class. Yeah, she has class. But I'm thinking about also, I'm also remember because this was very important to the to the to the to the, to the uh, Olympian gods, the Olympics, sports. So I can actually can see uh, Athena w- both helping military wise, you know, with strategy and realizing, no, that's just some idiot doing that you know his name's mars but you know but also soccer football football baseball sports uh, organized sports that's strategic, yeah hockey i can see thor playing hockey no <laughs> Yo, you can't use that that hammer thing you got you got to use a stick <laughs>
3: think co- so he grab a stick and then hit somebody with it, yeah, which still is <laughs> yes
2: brutal. i th- I think thor would would form the the
1: first true rollerball league,
2: oh yeah
3: oh yes uh,
1: uh but we're looking i'm just looking at some i i I found a list of the of the and it's under Germanic deities, not Norse deities, um go figure. Uh, looking up the various gods. Unfortunately, this list their names. They don't list what their areas of expertise are. For the north. Yeah. It's, what are you looking for. Oh, just looking through in general, see who. You well, know, let's go. Let's go for the one everyone knows, Heimdall. He's the god who sees everything, and
2: he's he's the he, guardian of the Bifrost Bridge. Yep,
5: yeah, he's the guardian of Bifrost. Uh, he has nine mothers. Yep, nine mothers, and he's also called the White God. He is the guardian of the gods.
2: That's because he guards the bridge. The only way into Olympus is through the bridge. So he's the guardian of the gods. Asgard, yeah.
5: Asgard. He sees everything. Yeah. Oh, sees everything. (laughs) He's spying on everyone. That's right. He's the head of all intelligence gathering.
2: I don't think he cares that much.
4: Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that that involves all earthly politics.
2: He can, I know, but he we're can talking give about them getting Fs involved. That.
5: But we have been mm. talking about God's getting involved and what would they be doing here? Yes, well, You're, I'll, I'll, Fair
2: enough. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, and he he, but in this case, he'd look and say, "Okay, I want to make sure it's not prematurely triggered." So he's watching out. He's making sure that no one, you know, that no one, you know, that, that the stars are right and that the trigger for Ragnarok happens when it's supposed to, not because some idiot. Greek god wants, wants, wants to play with play with play with play with humans' toys. Right, yeah. and and that's a very good point, John.
2: Because probably Heimdall would be the one who would contact the bureau and say, "Hey, something's going on somewhere, and you need to put a stop
1: to it."
5: Yeah, I think he Because
1: He yeah. know about the bureau. He
5: would, well, oh, yeah, because he,
1: he sees everything. He sees everything. He could, he could drop a rainbow right inside of uh, Banger Main. Come on down and say hi. Open the Bifrost. Yeah, open the Bifrost right to the banger Main space. Yeah,
4: because Heimdall dropping the Bifrost there in Banger Main would not cause that entire pocket dimension to go into red alert. No, that wouldn't <laughs> happen at all.
3: Yeah, but they can't really do anything. That's true. It. He's a god. Shh,
2: shh, shh. You're... you're- Oh, 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 believe me, he's—he's he's not the only god in the—in—in—in in, Bangor,
1: Maine. Is there a god for—is there a god tricksters? No, no, we already said that Loki. No, no, I'm thinking and Coyote and Coyote. Well, Coyote Raven. Yeah, there's lots of gods. Of uh, I think.
4: Hermes, I think Hermes, Hermes, also Hermes was also the as a trickster Hermes, god he in Greece. Trickster. He is listed as a trickster god. Egyptian, I don't think, really had a god of trickery. Not that oh I can god. recall.
1: Do they have a god of, god of uh, hard hard test exams? I don't know. <laughs> a, a
2: trickster god,
1: I think would you'd find
2: them either in politics or you'd find them in Hollywood. Both, probably. Of course, when I say Hollywood, I also mean Bollywood and Hong Kong, yeah, Hong Kong. Every country has their own film industry, but some of them do it a lot bigger. And the United States, and I know Hong Bollywood Kong. Put, put, Bollywood puts Hollywood to shame. Remember Bollywood? One. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. And, and he's behind every you know crackpot conspiracy website out there. He he go, just goes and talks to him, convinces him that he's that 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 of course the moon landing was fake. Yeah. Well, the easiest thing to do is just to put something on darknet
2: and and, and just yeah. send out. Says, "Oh, look here. Here's an IP address. You guys ought to check out." And they go and they see it and they're like, "What is this?" Yeah. You know, so yeah.
5: Uh, if the Egyptians yeah. were going would have a, a trickster god, it would be Set. He's also the god of disorder and chaos.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, Bingo. yes, yeah. Set. Oh. Set.
5: Yes. Set. Yeah.
1: Serpent god. Yes. yes. So we have a ma- so we have a match set then.
3: mm mm-hmm.
1: Get yeah. out. <laughs> oh! 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 Ouch!
2: Ouch! Gee, John! Oh! <laughs> you see what you did there. That's why I said yes. you did it out. Yeah. Uh, I t- uh, 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 I'm tearing I see what you did there, and I'm plucking my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to fill my ears with all kinds of stuff just to oh, get rid of that.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Now this is something common between I think all all the different pantheons, though. They all have at least one god or goddess. And it's usually and always, almost always a goddess in charge of fate. They're the Norns in Nor- in the Norse religion. Who uh, there's I think there's something similar in the in the Roman in the Gre- Greco-Roman religion as well. Um, the oracles would talk to her. I forgot who it was. Right. I think it's the
4: Norns in Norse and the Fates in Greek. It's Fates in Greek. Yeah. So Egyptian, but- I'm not a- sure what.
2: Well that's the only way that you could ex- if the gods had real power that's the only way you could basically you know hurt you know hurt them in that's the only way you could you know, control them in any way the fates show up and say no you can't do that because the fates decree something and they're like okay fine fine you know and they and they back off
1: and it could be the fates are the fates doesn't matter if you call norns in the Norse religion or in the fates in the Greek religion they're the fates
4: Well, because they were always three women. I think the three fates were female and the three norns were female. And the norns, it was girl, woman, and crone. You had the young girl, maybe a teenage. You had an adult woman, maybe 40. And then you had an exceedingly old woman who looked like she was 80 or 90. So they saw the past, the present, and the future. I do believe that the fates also had that in in Greco-Roman. It
1: was set?
5: No, not set. Uh, S-H-A-I. Shai, he was the Egyptian god of fate and destiny. So for the Egyptians, it's a
1: it's a man. Interesting. I'm up, what I'm reading up is uh, Shai is sometimes considered female rather than rather than the more usual understanding of being male. And with circumstances, Shai was referred to as sh- shout. Shai. True.
5: True. Yes. Yeah. So it's another one of those androgynous ones that can change.
1: <laughs>
2: right. Well, and and you got and we haven't even talked about the Chinese mythologies and stuff. They have all that kind of
1: stuff going on too. There's all kinds of stuff with that one. Yeah, and it's quite possible they're all the same
2: person or persons. Well, again, was we're talking about, you know, the, it, how much does the worshippers' beliefs you know, modify the gods. There could be multiple versions of the gods. You know, they could all be the same god theoretically, but in fact is they might act, you know, it's only, the question is, is it can, can the fates from one pantheon meet the fates of another pantheon? You know, in which case are they, are they the same god, you know, or not? So that's the crazy stuff you get to do with uh, dealing with supernatural beings like that in the Bureau 13 world. You
5: can decide that they're different and they can meet each other. Right. It is all up to the game master, really. Yeah.
2: And of course, as you know, a Christian might say, well, they're all, you know, following God's plan to a certain extent, and they, they're all operating off the revealed knowledge that He's given them. So they're therefore they they're all acting as, you know, in essentially as as the Uber God's messenger. It all depends on which theology, if you want to have one theology being uber over the rest or or not, you know. Because we've always said, at least, um, you know, that one of the reasons that Bureau 13 follows an ethical path is because they want the benefit, they want the support of the higher good gods, okay, the, the good forces, okay, and so... If that's you know so th- we, we have to assume that you know th- that some of them do exist otherwise there wouldn't be any reason for them to suck up to them and secondly yeah. you know we're also saying that they're they're all agreeing about le- let's say an ult- you know uh, you know an, an uber reality you know an, uh, a goal for for life a goal for the universe. Or just a steady state that that the the, the gods that the gods want to happen. So whatever that is, you know, we're you know the, the Bureau 13 is 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 trying to align itself with that to get their support. Uh, therefore, these gods goddesses uh, that say, hey, that that could help control and mitigate. The effects of the various pantheons interacting, or the gods themselves within the pantheons interacting, could essentially be agents for those higher forces that we're talking about.
1: That's true. Yeah, and and gods like Mars. There's enough people who you know relish in the. They would talk about the old Roman gods and stuff like that. That can be a form of belief. He may actually be gaining power from various individuals who you know. kind of sort of worship him even though they, they'll say I'm a good Christian <laughs> they
4: may they worship maybe just be seen in uh, at just heightened study and knowledge of them the gods may have had to change their what's the word I'm looking parameters but worship titles now because they realize okay the humans that are on the earth now, are more scientifically and rationally minded. They're not going to sit there and go on faith. However, if they study us, if they know about us, that means they're still fueling us because...
5: That gives you... you there are humans who have knowledge of those Knowledge things. of their existence. Knowledge of their... Knowledge about them may be... Maybe enough.
4: As yeah, I said, they may have had enough. to change the parameters because change, just faith really, is so... Not only really
5: so specific bowing down and doing right, rituals, but, but actually just gaining knowledge of these creatures.
4: It's like, oh, this, oh, these humans know about how we did this, and how yeah. we did this, and how we did this. Okay, that means they believe in us enough because they've read okay, our stories. Enough. They are willing to accept us as part of their base of knowledge.
3: I like that, that would be enough for them to continue to regain that, tether. that that connection to this world.
4: And it doesn't need to be one of the neo, one of these, and we'll use the term here, ne- one of these new neo-pagan religions like Asatru, which is the modern version of the Old North religion, which is being practiced today.
0: Yes.
4: Just a okay. theological scholar with enough knowledge about them could be considered by the gods, with their changed parameters, a worshipper, using air quotes. Yes.
1: Yeah. And Trav, don't forget... That one that one group of SCA players who play Vikings.
5: Ah, that's true.
1: Yeah. They invoke they invoke Odin, they invoke Thor.
5: They- invoking them is a form of worship.
1: Yes. Because you are calling upon them to grant
4: grant so you yes, power, yeah. That means yeah.
5: that they would be getting power from those SCA players because they're invoking them.
4: Wow, that would be a heck of a that would be a heck of a mission. Yeah, we need you to go to Penzik because um yeah, somebody got hurt. And we believe that the gods may have actually intervened on this match. One guy got hit with a rattan sword, and it knocked him back thirty feet. He's in the hospital. We need you to interview <laughs> the people.
1: And this guy rode his, showed up to it in a cart being dragged, being pulled by two goats. And another guy showed up on a horse with eight legs. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yep. Now here's the thing: <laughs> I have many. Godfunny and I have many friends who attend Penzik. They would attribute okay a goat pulled chariot and eight-legged horse uh you need to check out these people and talk to them when they're
2: sober
5: I, I've been to them.
2: yeah I, either that either that or they've mixed their uh John Car- uh, uh Carter with uh, uh, with the SCA <laughs> and those are thokes. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, it, it turns out that the extra four legs are just you know hanging off hanging off the saddle you know well,
3: <laughs> yeah just, okay it's a really a lag red cow dude
1: yeah. Oh come on! I think awesome. The guy in the with the goat cart has actual proper Norse armor. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, if you change, if you basically
2: change how they receive worship from being actual people giving it to them, but rather be things that are um, um, aligned with their causes or their interests, then. Mm-hmm. Then, for example, Thoth, who's the god of knowledge, would be just the greatest, would be the greatest god there is right now.
1: Actually, yeah. The patron, the patron god of Wikipedia.
2: (laughs) But but then also, you know, um, uh, every time there's a war, then, you know, you then, of course, uh, uh, Mars would have a wargasm, you know. (laughs) I see what you did there with that term, sir.
1: Yeah, but he'd be opposed by all the other war guards who say, yeah, no, 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 no. This is for fun. This is not for destroying everything in the world, okay?
4: Right. <laughs> no. Er- beyond, you're doing it wrong!
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still a lot of, you know, uh, nasty, nasty death in any any war uh, or, or conflict or regional thing. Uh, and then, of course, some people claim that there's a rising amount of sexuality in the world compared to previous... Places, okay, and so the the various god and goddesses of sensuality might also find their star ascending as well. Well, for example, the the amount of uh, adult material that is, that is now available on the internet is tremendously greater than it was ever available before, when you actually had to borrow it, buy it. From what we've heard, you know, this is all, this is all secondhand it, it, experience,
4: of course. But. I don't well,
2: want to say anything about this because it's PG show. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, I mean, just you know, you can talk about it fairly, you know, uh, obliquely. But I'm just saying, is that there's a lot more of this stuff available, more variety. If there is a goddess who's receiving yeah. power and worship by the fact that people are doing these things or appreciating the viewing of these things, then they could very easily become a a, a
1: something that could become a problem. Aphrodite is married to the god Hephaestus, which is Vulcan. That's because she was the god to... who makes weapons, the, the god who, who makes artifice, who makes items, who makes, you know, he's married to the god of love and he makes things. Don't go there, John. Don't go there.
3: <laughs>
5: I know where you're going.
3: No. Don't go there.
2: So, 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 in other words, you know, the, the, the real girl manufacturers are the result of this.
1: <laughs> he went there! He went there! I didn't, but I didn't think about that one. <laughs> but that's actually, th- thinking what, what Hephaestus did make, yeah, that actually sort of falls in line. Uh, if
2: you want to, in, your, in Bureau 13, you could very well say that, you know, someone actually comes out with a, uh, a robot whose job is to engage in relations with people, that pair is deeply involved in it, and they're behind it. At which point you've got to decide, is this good or ill? Is this something that needs to be reined in? Or is this just part of the ongoing supernatural ecology of the Bureau 13 world?
1: And despite what people say, it would not be the end of the world. It would basically be half hour later. So that's all you do? <laughs> wow,
5: the changing priorities of our world would change the hierarchy of the gods because one in the ancient world, Whereas fertility and agriculture were supreme, now it's knowledge right. and other things.
2: Yeah, and, and, and manufacturing, which is artificing, is is very yeah. important. Yeah, there's would be a whole change up as to who were the uber gods. Oh no, how they, they were
5: king god Hephaestus would be like Hephaestus. Then yeah, Um, they'd all be higher.
4: Yeah, knowledge manufacturing, gods of reason.
1: We did mention that just simply thinking about it or, you know, studying it would do it. Now, there is one area, though, that you could actually have millions of worshippers, but they're not people. Video games. Oh, wait. Where would that be covered under? No, you can literally have worshippers of Odin. You have worshippers of Zeus. Are, do they have to actually be, be people, or be people who, or, or have people who think they're people?
5: I think it would have to be actual people. People. Yeah. Not, not like computer generated.
1: We're talking millions of players, though. Yeah. John, what exactly What's, are you I'm getting at like, here? Yeah, I'm confused. I'm basically saying that you can actually allow these gods could be gaining power, not also through people who are playing video games are playing you know uh yes there's a couple out there where they where they're busy killing the entire greek pantheon but there's other ones where they're invoking them there's ones where you're playing gods
5: He's playing a game that invokes that or invokes uses any kind me. of knowledge about the gods
4: give me an right. example of the game god of war the
5: pa- yeah. the players of the games are thinking about those gods because they're playing the gods it, and would and take that it's like
4: gods. the this it's new knowledge. medium this new medium uses us as
1: reference, it's
4: they love us. Okay, they they're love they're us. in a way, they're worshipping us. Yeah, yes. so that
3: would work, yes. too.
1: And even though it stank to high heaven, movies like, you know, um uh, uh, Clash of the Titans, the the, the the new one, not the original one.
5: The original one's awesome, the new one, that's
1: why Right. Well, well <laughs> yeah. okay, I, I like what you're talking
2: about there, Travis, because I mean, we were talking about the fact that maybe a lot of these gods are forgotten gods or they're old gods and they're trapped in their realm because they have no worshipers. Now with these video games, that might actually form the conduit to go from their realm into the real world.
1: That would give them a tether, a brand new tether. Yes, yes. right. And I'm thinking of I'm thinking of MMOs which have a persistent uh, you know, persistent world out there. So, say Hephaestus goes, I wonder... Can I imbue these automatons with, if not proper souls? Souls are good enough.:
5: Yes, I like that.
2: And these people yeah, spend a lot of time tough. thought. I think
3: yeah. that has a lot of potential for abuse, especially <laughs> especially whatever games or whatever is out there that deal with our interpretations of their world. That's true. The wrong. gods
4: would be coming up going, no, no, no. no. That's not what it's supposed to look like. Again, you're
3: doing it wrong. Yes. yes. We're well, doing it wrong, doing but it's wrong. enough, it's close enough to create that tether.
1: Because, saying how much, how much the Egyptians' gods slid around in their 3,000 years, it, they can live with it. Yeah,
3: they can live with it. They're, they're flexible
4: enough. They may have, they tell <laughs> a being that can divert the powers of nature itself. Suck it up, buttercup. I don't think so.
5: <laughs> if you know, have a death wish, maybe
4: you do want passively to passively suicidal.
2: But if the god's reality is partially based upon the beliefs of their worshipers, they might find their reality mutating to match the, the video game reference. If enough people are playing, if there's a million people playing a, an online MMO, that might be enough to you know change Mount Olympus into being what they say it is.
4: They'd be sitting up there going, what the heck is going on? Yeah, it's like, yeah, they they come back into consciousness and they're looking around they find out that their their old digs are, yeah.
1: All right, who's redecorating? We're standing on clouds. We're standing on clouds! (laughs) Oh, you redecorated? I don't like it. Oh, (laughs) oh,
2: really? Yeah.
1: (laughs) And what is this God mode thing? (laughs) I don't like that at all.
5: Was (laughs) I always in God mode? Come on.
1: And off the corner, there's Ares slash Mars wearing VR gear going, ha, ha, yeah, 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 I love this. <laughs> well, uh, Ares could be in Mount Olympus wearing VR gear
2: and seeing the real world. Oh, that'd be cool.
4: <laughs> oh, no, a modernistic, technologically-based view of the And you know Hephaestus would be all about modern tech Oh, now. yes, he would, he would. He would. He would be into electronics and all this well let's see god gods of um well like gods of healing uh oh god uh Caduceus, he'd be all about biotech oh yeah he'd be Her. looking at genetics and Ooh. nanotech and oh, all the stuff yeah. that um uh blah, 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 transhumanism
5: mm-hmm.
4: yeah that too oh, no. gene splicing oh, gene splicing stem cell research Cadaceous would be all about that
2: So a lot of these ancient gods would probably find themselves very – it might be strange, but they might really be like in this modern world.
4: I think they would. Because they realized the humans had taken anything that they might have thought about and just went off on this wild tangent. And when they come back into being – And they'd be like, what, there's seven billion of them now? Exactly. And look what all they've done with everything that we, quote-unquote, gave them.
1: Yeah. And some of our best worshippers live, live in South Korea for some reason. I don't know. South Korea is a home... Basically, when it comes to online video, play, video game playing, you can't be South Korea.
5: <laughs> it, That's true. There are
1: people who make, make a living doing that in South Korea. Okay, Joe, you have to
5: move to South Korea
1: now. <laughs> well, that, that was the premise uh, for one of the
2: characters in Heroes uh, Reborn. He was a guy that made his living by people watching him play the video game. Wow. He recorded his play, and people would get onto his YouTube channel or something like that, and he'd get paid,
1: you know, for that. Yeah, and also I'm thinking you're talking about the about the Caduceus. Caduceus is used for a lot, of, for at least in Western culture, for medicine. Yeah. And who's and who and the Caduceus is for mercury slash Hermes. So he may actually find himself going okay. I'm about about commerce. I'm about communication, talking. Now I have to get inside their guts and fix it. I don't think so. I don't think Hermes would be into that. No, he. Wouldn't
4: that's be. just I thought There was a god named Cadaceus, No, that's right. No, that was the, the, uh, that, was the, the yeah. yes, that was the little stick. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think somewhere along the line, Mercury uh, Mercury got made into the god of medicine some at some point. So
3: it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it
2: was the staff carried by Hermes.
4: I have mentioned my Maze World campaign that Perky Goth and I co-created. The whole point of the the background of this campaign that we made was that the chaotic and evil pre-Christian god—all these gods we've been talking about—realizing, wait a minute, these humans have gotten too logical, too scientific. We're going to bring back magic and chaos and knock them down a few pegs. There might be some gods that may realize, hold it, they don't believe in us anymore because of the fact that they've gotten too scientific and rational. And decide to do something to bring the hammer down, so to speak, because they're realizing, no, they don't believe in us anymore. They, they're they all scientific. They've all become longer lived, smarter. They don't fear us anymore. Let's give them a reason to fear us. That could be a real that would be. Um, Mm. an omega level event for the bureau. It would be yeah. Because you got all these gods from Death and Pantheons getting together going, they don't love us anymore. They don't fear us. They don't adhere to our policies. It's time
1: to bring that back. Yeah. They don't send us the hearts anymore. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That would be an omega well, let's face it, multiple pantheons coming back like that to Earth.
2: Yeah, John, Bruce, Mm. that would be an omega level event. Well, it depends on how how like powerful they were.
5: Imagine them at the
4: at the height of their power coming back.
2: Yeah, that would be that even would be, yeah. powered altogether. All, together,
5: all, to, all yeah. of
4: these different pantheons working together, they would probably, in that case, then influence humans to start.
5: And that would scare course. people into worshiping them again. Yes, which would give them more power.
4: They're like, <gasps> it's
5: true. yeah, I wheel?
4: could see I could see that as a variation of, oh no, they're coming in and getting involved with humans. No, they may mm-hmm. be honked off at humans for, for lapsing uh, in the faith,
5: Ignoring them. Yes, for ignoring it. And then
4: going about that route. <gasps> I like
5: that.
4: That would be a fun game. So as I <laughs> said, that was the whole point of Maze World. <laughs>
3: well, that like, the
4: gods yeah. got cheesed off, that the humans were... Because I set Maze World on the purple current world, negative 102 prime. Gene and I decided to... My, my, our My co-host is Perky God. And we decided because the humanity was getting to where they were subverting nature i.e. making the purple corn that can be ground into plastic, like the gods of agriculture, just go, no, that's not what we made corn for. (laughs) Strike them down. I hear that. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Actually, I was wondering, I'm just looking up tear, see how bloody tear was. You were mentioning about the, the, the cadisus. That's not the symbol that they're supposed
2: to be using. Westerners basically got it wrong. Big surprise, right? Okay, well, the, the, well, yeah. it's actually supposed to be the rod of uh, Akephas. and Achitis is the Greek god of healing and medicine. That yeah. one has only a single snake that's entwining a, a, a staff. Okay, yeah. it's not the two-headed snake one. That's Hermes' staff. We got it all confused. <laughs> okay, well, and so well. that's why they use it when,
1: in fact, is they're
2: supposed to be using a, a, a different
1: staff entirely.
5: As well, all Americans.
1: Yeah, it, 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 someone OCD had to have him, uh, had to have it, you know, perfectly symmetric. <laughs> well, it was perfectly symmetric. It went on both sides of the
2: staff. There's loops on both sides, you know, and they don't have any little wings. It's just, it's just the one thing. So I always wondered about that myself. You know, I was like, why are you using? This 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 thing that looks an awful lot like snakes biting people. I thought maybe it was a reference to the medicinal, the the ancient you know, medicinal properties of, of of snake venom and stuff, where people used to use that to try to cure stuff. You know, which was of course completely a completely bad idea. Uh, but you know, they were also into leeches and and they were into bloodletting and all kinds yeah. of stuff. So what's a what's a little snake venom, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And And looking up here, he's also just as bad as. As as Mars slash Aries, except that he'll also take mead as a sacrifice. So you can get him drunk.
4: My kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. I have no problem with hey, I give
3: mead. No so problem with him.
2: Yeah. What She's like a rage him? god, yeah, he's, okay? He's an angry he's an yeah. angry drunk for crying out loud. Yeah. I
3: <laughs> like only
2: yeah. You take one of them see how angry
4: I get. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's also the uh the god who basically, Arielle said, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that." And he put his hand into the thin, in the in the Fenris wolf mouth mouth so they could chain him to the to the uh, the uh, Yggdrasil. All right, all right. Now we're going into Flash Gordon territory
2: with that whole thing with the <laughs> the, the the bug inside of the That's rock great. with a lot yeah. of holes. Yeah, yeah. And stick your arm in there and see if you're a man. <laughs> he was like and he's hand- he went handless forever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, except if, if the hand that the dwarves made him. Yeah, yeah, you know, probably
2: if he would have waited a while, he probably would have come out of the back end of the Fender's roof, and he could have like reattached it. Because these god godly parts don't actually seem to go away. You know, <laughs> it depends who takes him off. Again, I'm, I haven't read all my mythology, but I'm pretty darn sure that, that at the end of the day, we're going to find out that patch over Odin's eye is just a fakery, okay? It's like, you know, when things get tough, then he flips it up and says, oh, guess what? I can see with both eyes. I've been, oh, so I, it's I, like, like um, oh,
4: in well, the mummy yeah. returns, the one black guy. Yeah.
2: And he just switches Izzy. Like, he's like Izzy. He's like he just Izzy. switches out. So makes me look <laughs> Right. Yeah. Or you know, or the right. Princess Bride,
1: you know, I I am fighting with my left hand. I'm not left hand I'm not left-handed either. <laughs> or whatever. Well, okay. I would say that'd be true for like the Egyptian gods, but for the, the, the Norse guards, they are a bit more bit more mortal. They're they're not immortal. They they know they're going to die. Yeah. Well the, they're not eternal.
2: They're a, they are they they are immortal until they're dead.
5: But they yeah they yeah they can't. They die. don't
1: age. They can still be yeah, killed. That, that's why eternal. Yeah, but but yeah, but Odin's eye was a uh, price to pay for his power. So he it's gone. Yeah. I, I mean, he paid. You know, first off, he doesn't actually in most depictions he doesn't wear an eye patch. There's a h- empty socket. Yeah, yeah. empty socket just sitting there Look at him. my face.
2: <laughs> See the cost of real power. Ah. See the cost of knowledge. Ah. Yeah.
1: We 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 did mention this before, you know, because everyone thinks you know the Valkyries come down, take the take the dead from battles up to Valhalla. Well, it's it's more as you say, it's more complicated than that. Uh, Him and 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 Freya, not his wife, the goddess Freya.
5: I'm sorry, it's either Frigga or Frey, depending on which story you You go to. But yeah, the uh, the fallen warriors are divided between him and Freya.
1: Yeah, and but basically, their their role is to be the. be the cannon fodder for Ragnarok.
5: Yeah. They're the cannon fodder for Ragnarok, which is kicked off by the death of Baldur. Mistletoe's the only thing that did not make the promise. Yeah. And Loki used a mistletoe spear... To trick someone into killing Balder.
2: <laughs> okay, well, there's lots and lots and lots of artifacts that are associated with the gods, and that's yeah, that's one sure. of the cool things that you can do by getting into this kind of stuff, because you can say, well, if the gods are real, you know, then all these these elements that are in these stories could also be real, and you could be finding them, or some bad guy right. or bad girl could find it. Like, so,
4: like Zeus's shield, and Thor's hammer, and... um oh, there's something I think Odin had a spear. Yes, Odin's spear. Yeah, all I, these I, things I, could become, could come to Earth and cause massive havoc.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Nazis looked for Odin's sphere. I mean, they really did look for Odin's sphere. The Fool yeah. Society, yes. yes Hitler, Hitler, Hitler in real Hitler life was known to be a
4: fan of the supernatural, and the Fool Society, he was yeah. trying to find things to... He was that much in belief of the power of the supernatural mm. and yeah, the, the godly artifacts, I mean, even the golden apples or mm-hmm. the golden apples. Uh, um, um, I'm trying to think of other things oh. here without going to Christian relics,
1: uh, the, the shield and the sword and the helmet used, used by uh, Perseus. Yeah. Right. There's his precious
5: arm ring. Odin's right,
2: armoring right. Uh, drop there. All right. Well, let's 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 make this a little more personal. Okay. So, uh, assuming that all these different pantheons exist, okay, um, and you and you were a Bureau 13 agent, and you had the opportunity to storm the gates of wherever version of of God of, of there was, where would you go, and what would you get?
5: I would go to Asgard and get Mjolnir. I love that hammer. I would need to try to get Mjolnir. Or the eight-legged horse. Hmm. I love the eight-legged horse.
2: And why would you get that? Because I love horses.
5: Assuming he doesn't fuck you off no. the bridge. Oh well Mjolnir's hammer the hammer of Thor is a great weapon. And it's one of my favorite weapons.
1: And say what you will and say what you will, Loki's a good mother.
5: Yes, Loki's a good mother. Okay, right. let's
1: see. Me? But, uh, yeah.
4: I would say probably the winged sandals of Hermes. Oh, yes. That okay. would be nice. Because Go anywhere, anyway. super speed, zip around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: How about you, KC? Thank you.
3: Well, from what I know, I think we'd be arguing over me on there. Yeah, we'd be arguing over me
5: the, the hammer that returns to its owner? Come on.
2: Yeah, but it, but it chooses its owner, too, though. You
5: have to be worthy. That is true. And she would be worthy more than I would.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
5: Then I would... I would want Artemis' bow.
1: Okay. All right, John? Oh, well, considering my health issues, I'd go for the golden fleece. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrap that sucker around me and go, mm, go away... <laughs> <laughs> all right Bruce
2: okay I'm gonna skip pantheons here and I'm gonna go straight to the gates of heaven and get myself a certain trumpet and because oh. that way I can uh, I get to decide when the end of the world comes
3: oh
4: oh <laughs> see folks it's a quiet one it's a quiet one you <laughs> gotta watch out for folks someone That's wants right. To end of the world
3: we're yeah. <laughs> all grabbing things and it's like I'm grabbing a freaking bow well no and
4: here's and the thing. thing usually out of all of us here most of us are pretty vocal Bruce is always a quiet one yeah. this is why we say it's, it's a quiet one a you gotta watch out for he goes there uh- <laughs>
3: I'm going with this with the trumpet it was like
4: get out oh,
0: Yeah. that's
1: a bad while well, you two up there, up there, and up there in, up there in uh, Asgard getting getting horsies, uh, your little my, my little Sleppler, uh, Slepner, <laughs> uh, they, uh, you should probably go see Balder and give him a bulletproof vest. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I want that. That would be cool. I want all of the toys. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you so, in, you know, in, in, in also,
2: in you know, you might want to mix it up a little bit because in Greek mythology, isn't there isn't there somebody who's got a sh- a bull, basically an impervious shirt? Um, um, the f-
0: um, Ooh.
3: wait a minute, isn't that the fur of the Nenean lion?
4: I think so. That would be Hercules.
5: Heracles has that. I refuse yes. to use the other version of his
3: name. Mix Heracles Give that to Baldur
1: that and um say how long can you hold your breath <gasps> oh yeah and then dip him in the same pool that uh, Achilles was dipped in I think you had to be a baby when that happened it's too late want, yeah and
5: then come on I want a weak ankle <laughs> according to
1: the story well actually I just drop him in then reach in and pull him back out again so he gets a full dip
5: <laughs> I would do, I wouldn't do what the mom did just hold him by one ankle I don't want a weakness. <laughs>
1: Anyways, well, I thought I'd read
2: a story like that, and so you take that shirt, get that shirt from whoever has it, and stick it on Boulder, and then you don't have to worry about Ragnarok happening anytime soon.
3: Yeah,
1: except that he gets shot in the leg then, instead.
3: Yeah. I <laughs> it's fitted, so.
1: And all, it's all thinking, point, and all I'm thinking is Dr. Evil. Yep. Ow, you shot me, you a-hole. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> want,
5: you want the fur of the Nemean lion because it is impervious to attack.
1: Yes. But what end up being is that the certain trickster guy would borrow a bureau Bane kit and put in and, and load up a mistletoe, mistletoe armor-piercing bullet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh.
5: <laughs> the only item that was never, but that did not promise not to hurt
1: Balder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put in, put into a 50 cal sniper rifle and then say, headshot, bang. Yeah. yeah.
5: I'm, just, well, I'm going to go to uh, the Greek pantheon and go meet up with the demigod Heracles and take that Nemean
4: lion part. <laughs> I don't know. Egyptian, Egyptian? I don't really didn't have a lot of artifacts from what I noticed.
1: Well, they do actually have those, those the scepters they they wield and carry. They actually do have a sort of power. Um, the Ankh, of course, is a symbol. But that's more of a religious symbol than anything else.
2: Yeah, Egyptians were into doing rituals and using magic. They weren't really into like creating a lot of 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 things like that. Yeah, of Whoa. course. On Amazon, oh. th- on Amazon, there's Egyptian magic all-purpose skin cream facial stuff. Only thirty dollars an ounce.
4: Oh wait a minute, then, then something akin. Okay, Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Something akin to the Book of the Dead. Yes, oh. they had the Book of
5: the Dead and the Book of Life there's yeah. two books but the funny thing is the book of life is what can kill and the book of the dead could give life.
4: I'll take a copy
2: beach. I don't care.
5: <laughs> yes, those okay. two are like the biggest holy items in Egyptian mythology. Yeah. The book yeah, of the One, we Wolf, go. and book of death.
2: Okay, so there is Isis's harpoon.
5: Ah, yes.
2: Uh sure. she basically Isis uh, uh got some yarn and made a rope and then she took an ing- ingot of copper, melted it, and made a harpoon. She tied a rope to the harpoon's end, and she could command her, har- her harpoon to release its victim. Oh, after she impaled it, I assume.
1: Yeah, I think there is another god that, that is a fishing, one of the fishing gods had a net that would just basically catch fish.
5: Oh, that's a very nice artifact, something that catches fish. Yeah, That's help- healthy, help- helpful when you need to eat.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh Unfortunately, I'm 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 a, I'm a person who's into uh, a Maya religion as well. Unfortunately, the Ma- like the Egyptians, they don't have a whole lot of artifacts, and we're still learning their religion because it's you know it was so well stamped out by the Chris by the uh, Jesuit mis- missionaries. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty well stamped out, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, unfortunately, I don't think I can think of is a is a fully functional sacrificial knife. But that's only if you're going to be sacrificing to one of the various uh, blood gods. Right. Well, the biggest thing
2: in Egyptian um, uh, mythology is the man's jet, the boat of a million years. It's one of two solar boats. It's the one who carries uh, the resurrected king with the sun god Ra across the heavens. Ah, yes. So that's a big item.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like something you can actually go. So do we, do, do we have to just go? Do we have to go to? Go through none and, and do what? Can we actually make a side trip to, say, Mars, the planet? Ah,
5: <laughs> Sure.
1: Whatever you say. Of course, you know, for believers, why is the sun moving that way? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and, he, and basically, the
2: boat that Raw is in does change during the day, as you were talking about. Oh, if you're talking boats, Sharon. Sharon yeah, Sharon's
5: boat. Yeah, right. The boat that crosses the river stick. So,
1: yeah, Sh- Sharon is the boat. Sharon is the boat. You're thinking Pluto or Hades? No, there was a no. There was man. a
5: boatman named Sharon. C H
1: A R O N. Boat, but also the boat was called Sharon too. Uh, I
2: don't know about that, but yes, the the boatman was the boatman was Sharon. Yes. Yeah, mostly the magic items, well, other than the ones that were the very staffs and rods that were used by the gods They could have been symbols of their power, or focuses for their power uh, uh, But there was also, there was a number of books that gods had that had magic spells in them So like I said, the Egyptians were more into casting spells and doing rituals Rather yeah. than having an item imbued with power
1: I can see it now. You're getting uh, Sharon's uh, Sharon's boat, and he says so. He holds out the pole. Pulls extra. <laughs> yeah, you can It won't move unless you pull it. So yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: and uh, and of course, honeybees are actually living tears of Ra, because when the sun god Ra cried, his tears turned into honeybees when they touched the ground.
5: Oh, nice. Yeah, so honey there bees. you go. Yes, I love honeybees. Honeybees are good.
2: Honeybees so, are good, only good so, bees. So uh, somebody who was into uh, Egyptian mythis- mysticism could be running a big honey farm, you know, a big and actually using the bees themselves as a source of great magical power, and yeah. nobody would be the wiser. They'd say, "Oh, yeah, this guy over there, he likes his bees. So what?"
1: He's the only one. He's he's the only one not suffering from col- from uh, colony collapse disorder. That's right. That's well, bees will die. Did you ever come up with something?
2: Uh, yeah, you were you were after the um, uh, the the horse. The horse also, right, Pixie? Yeah. Uh,
5: no, God, Bunny wants the horse because I love horses and it has eight legs.
2: She <laughs> wanted the hammer. She was gonna. She wanted oh. to go for the owner.
5: Josie gets the hammer because she's more worthy than I am. Yeah. I want. Uh, okay. Here, the horse.
2: So in Asgard, I mean, if you go by the movies and other things, it seems like you get up. Um, and you, you feast, and you, you, and you, and you sleep around. Okay. And you feast some more, you know, and maybe you do some artificing, but, uh, you know, it it seems like it's the life in Asgard is kind of limited.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the warriors who've been brought up, they go out and fight during the day. uh, And they feast every uh, night. Yeah. And they're magically recovered basically, you know, recovered from the wounds before the feast. And then they eat from the same, eat from the one pig there's this one boar and it feeds everyone and then it comes back next day. And and that would make sense because ultimately it seems like the whole
2: goal of Asgard is to prepare for Ragnarok. So, you know, you're, you're all basically into, you know, it's like your SDF (laughs) to try. I mean, everything's oriented around getting the, you know, getting the ready for the big show. It yeah. may take yeah. thousands of years, but you're going to build up as many, you know, good soldiers so that when they die, they end up in the vol- halls of Valhalla, feasting some more until they're needed. So you just yeah. basically, it's it's all a big feeder system to create more and more yeah. warriors yeah. to go up against the giants in the last days. To, to fight
5: the final
2: battle.
5: Yep. The death of the gods and Valhalla has 540 doors. <laughs> And it said that there's, uh, when the battle commences, 800 warriors will march shoulder to shoulder out of each door.
2: Wow. That's so a lot. So I'm assuming that's 800, 800 across.
5: Uh, those are know. some big doors. There's 540 of them. And the uh, rafters are spears, and the hull is roofed with that's shields. Over and 400,
2: and that's over 432,000 warriors. Mm-hmm. That's per line. That's not the line yeah. that comes after that. That's yeah. each each that's- row. That's each rank.
4: Oh, each row out of the four hundred or right. the five hundred and forty doors yes, is eight hundred per row.
5: When the doors yeah. open you can see the army of the gods who will kill all who threaten them. Well yeah, they've oh. been feeding them
4: all this time. Feeding
5: and fighting. That's all they do every day.
4: Feed, yep. fight, feed, fight, feed, fight. But remember what <laughs> Sun Tzu said in the Art of War, an army travels on its stomach. If you've spent all eternity in Valhalla after you die a mortal See, death...
5: Apparently the, as the Norse understand that. Yeah. Ask Valhalla, eat, fight.
4: <laughs> oh, and you want me to fight this one battle? Well, I, I've got a full bell. I need to work yeah. this off. Yeah, let's do yeah.
1: this. There we go. Let's do it right, Be dude. like, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> and when Freya, uh, in her Volkwagner, probably, they're probably doing some of the same things. Probably, yeah. But like we said, you know, she, she's probably grabbing all the pretty ones, and the other ones can go to go to Odin. So what we have here is the ultimate military-industrial complex.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Not pretty much.
2: And of course, you know, we we think of things entirely from the standpoint of, uh, of of you know old myth, you know, Norse, whatever. If they actually have any contact with the real world, those guys aren't walking out with swords and shields and things like that. You know, they're walking out with, you know, uh, antimatter weapons and, you know, <laughs> you name it. Anything that anything that's, that's ever been in Bureau 13 world that, you know, could do dish shots some really, really nasty damage. You know, they're going to be walking out ready to, to, to put the smack down with that. So you can just imagine what those giants are going to be armed with.
1: Yeah. His faces and probably the, the dwarves are busy uh, helping, you know, create a uh, electronic worshipper when they die when those suckers die in the game do they go to valhalla you'd have to
2: establish that they have souls
1: they have to have a soul to go to valhalla yeah yeah if it doesn't have a
5: soul
1: but if they're good enough to worship are they good enough to go to valhalla
5: if the gods seem find them worthy and give them a soul yes
1: and how about player care play, uh, player avatars that die in game I think the
2: gods know that those are really real people. I think that maybe when the real people die they might take them because they yes. were yeah. They were worthy warriors in the game. And then they'd say, Okay, now let's do this for real.
5: That makes it, the human a yes. worthy warrior. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because you now manipulated
4: this 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 system intermediary within this new medium to fight for my glory. So
5: yes, the player is the, is, so is all elevated, of the goodness, but the all of a
4: sudden this this tech geek who works at like Best Buy, who does these MMOs at night, <laughs> dies after a rather boring life and found out he somehow got to Valhalla. Yeah. Wait a minute. Why am I here? What? What? What did
2: I do? Yeah. Oh. yeah. And, then, and then he finds out his buddy, who was like the greatest warrior there ever was, says, "Oh no, he isn't here because he played on God mode all the time. He cheated." Yeah.
5: See, you cheat in the game, you don't get elevated. Yeah. That's
2: right. Well, he's sitting there going,
4: you know, he, you know, the tech geek who fights, and he's in Valhalla. He's like, yes, you fought mightily in the name of our gods, and therefore you were in Valhalla. And he
2: just looks at him and goes, It was a game! <laughs> like, it wasn't real! This little
5: skinny, pasty dude yeah. to slide with
2: his sword. What do I uh, do? No, it's, it's, well, you okay. know there's going to be so many people like the guy in Galaxy start. Quest. In Galaxy oh, Quest, and he says, It's all real. I knew it! I knew it! Yeah, <laughs> he's apologizing kids. for, you know for getting too excited about his love for the the show.
3: The so ones that spend their lives doing this, and they end up there. It's like, you mean I get to do this myself now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then after, yeah, and of course, you know, it's, and they, I, I, I have to say, they show up in their idealized soul form, not their real life form, because. Um, like Dan in heavy metal. No, the guy who weighs three hundred pounds and plays Warhammer. No. <laughs> we'll
5: give him a residual self-image.
2: So oh, yeah. Well, so he might weigh. He might uh, still weigh three hundred pounds, but now it's all muscle.
4: So there's yeah. So there's the guy there <laughs> in Valhalla looks like the comic book guy.
5: Oh God.
4: I yeah. don't believe that I should be here. I did not think that I was worthy enough.
5: Worst battle. Of- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Worst Rangarok ever. <laughs>
3: Say that
4: he would totally say that You're Gosh. Super- <laughs> these, these petty gods. I don't believe I should be
1: resurrected to deal with your infantile intellect, so toodle loo. Yeah, <laughs> and the gods uh, are just uh, Thor, go go fetch him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, father, hammer time. <laughs> oh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's time.
2: It's time for him to spend a little time face down in the sewage pit.
1: Wow! <laughs> you know, I'm 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 just amazed they have actually haven't done that joke yet in the Marvel movies. <laughs> Give them time. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's right. They are playing to Ranger Rock. So yeah, someone will say Hammer time. Yeah, we might. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that that.
2: My favorite line in the whole Marvel thing that they've done is Loki saying. Are you never? Are you ever going to not fall for this? Yes.
1: <laughs> no. My favorite one. I had to. I had to go three times before I heard it for properly. Was puny god.
5: Oh, I heard. Oh, it.
1: really? Okay. Yeah, that,
5: that, after, yeah. after, after Hulk beat the crud out of Loki, and he yeah.
2: and he
3: just walks away. Puny god. And you completely <laughs> miscounted. I didn't. didn't How many times he smashes him into the floor? I'm like, Did no. I? Yes, you um, had completely miscounted. I was like, "Whack, whack! Look, look! Whack, you're, whack, you're my
2: daughter, whack, and it I'm was your mom. Five, I'm, like, yeah. I'm
1: not perfect." Okay, all right.
2: There's no way that any of us are going to compete with the Ashies.
1: No, and, and and the and the uh, voice was uh, Fregno. Was yeah. it?
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes, it was. I didn't
1: know that. Okay. Oh, well, anyways, all right. I think we're done.
2: Uh, thanks oh, yeah. everybody for listening to us ramble on about this. It's fun to go and really change up your game and don't be afraid to uh, send your players off into a realm of the gods because crazy on earth anyways, might as well go off to someplace like that. And uh, if you do want to keep it on the earth, there's nothing wrong with having gods being involved there too. Just make sure that it makes sense within the pantheons that you're working with and that you know you may use some of these ideas that we've thrown out here because I think a lot of them could really help. You know, make your game really special, and then you know you have these NPCs or possibly even PCs, depending upon the level that you're playing in your game, to uh, show up whenever you get some of those mega level events. And it isn't just you know the X teams showing up as NPCs to handle it. You guys can actually go toe to toe.
1: Yeah, and remember, no mummies.
5: No mummies. And no, no, mummies.
1: Mummies. no mummies. No mummies. I got I can do that in the mode. No mummies.
2: yes if you you want mummies then you're going to have to wait until next week so until then this is Bruce Sheffer saying
1: there are a million million worlds out there so go explore them this is John Ryer saying keep your powder dry and keep those cards and letters coming in this is Richard Tahoka. wait till you see what's coming next and this is Trav there's a
4: reason why it's called gaming it's for having fun
0: Yo, brothers, this was the tri Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and, sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at tri Games. And if you don't, we'll be having your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers.